Alright, so what is up everybody? It is episode one of Inside the Polls podcast. I'm your host, Danny Tenga, accompanied by my two hosts, Michael Braun. What's going on? And Madam Mori. What do you hear? What do you say? Alright, so for the better part, we are a baseball podcast. No football, no hockey, no basketball, just baseball. We're mostly going to focus on New York sports, but we definitely will get into the other topics of other sports. But for today, we're just going to focus on New York sports and what happened in the offseason. So pretty much our main two topics right now are the obvious candidates of Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. So they both signed monster, monster contracts. Uh, Machado with a 300 and Harper with a 330 over 13 years. So pretty much we're going to dissect both those deals. I'm going to get my two guys here involved. Matt, what do you think went down? Why do you think it took Harper so long to sign? He was obviously waiting for Machado to sign because you heard all the exactly. news. Them saying he wants to get more money than Machado, and he did what he wanted to do, and he got more money. Yeah, no, Harper wanted to break records, obviously. It was yeah, of course. Pretty clear. He wanted to, to just cash out while he could have. Machado kind of wanted to do the same, but he didn't have any leverage at all. And, um, I mean, Harper said in his press conference he wants to bring a world championship back to D.C. <laughs> yeah, he was so nervous. He, he was No, so he was nervous. definitely nervous. That was, seen it. That was bad. And then Syndergaard, you had Syndergaard trolling him on Twitter two days later. Hate him. Hate which him. was, love him. Yeah. Which, was, <laughs> which was definitely very funny. But, Mike, you do you think... Harper is worth that money? Uh, not really. Not when you have uh, more strikeouts than hits or anything compared to that. His stats just don't add up. I mean, it's a generational talent, obviously, and everybody wanted him. Everybody showed interest. Everybody wanted to throw throw an offer at him. I don't even did the Yankees even meet with him. I don't, no, I don't, even I don't think they, they met with no. Machado. They never met with Harper. They met with Machado, but never talked numbers with Machado. It was just that dinner, and everybody okay. was all hyped about yeah, everybody it. Was, stuff. There was a time where, in January, Machado to New York was kind of a lock. No, it was like a done deal. Yeah, I it was, seemed like it was a lock. I wasn't for it, to be honest with you. I know I, you weren't. I, because then, I love Van Duho. I, I didn't want Machado. If, I, if we got Machado, I was... Well, whatever, but... And Duhar is my guy, and I think that he's going to have a really great season. No, for the Yankees' perspective, and Duhar definitely deserves that spot after the season he just had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gloves are a little shaky, but you know he's a rookie, so obviously no one's stellar in their rookie in their rookie campaign. So I mean, I definitely think it was a great deal, great idea staying with and Duhar because they had the pretty much the same average, pretty much the same amount of RBIs. I think maybe 10 less home runs, but you know what? 10 less home runs with the Yankees lineup, you're not really missing that much. So And $30 million less for exactly. the Yankees, yeah. so, you know? So, no, exactly. Um, I guess every, everybody heard enough about the whole Machado and Harper thing, but I just I think it's unbelievable and crazy how this – the free agency market, like what's going on. Nobody's signing. Everybody's signing in the middle of spring training. Nobody has time to practice. Nobody has time to get together. Craig Kimbrell, the number one closer hit his stats compared to like Mariano Rivera in Moe's prime, like in his younger years, 
his stats are identical or maybe even better. People proved it. And, and like, just like a name like that, it's amazing how this free agency works nowadays. And yeah, for all we know, I mean, yeah, he's getting looked at by the Phillies and the Braves, but for all we know, he came out and said straight up, like, Hey, if I don't get the money I want, I'm not playing in 2019. So he, he's an idiot for that. No, he's an idiot because as I told you the other day, if no one's going to give you that money now, you're going to take a full year off from mm-hmm. baseball, yep. get a year older, and not throw a baseball for a course of 15 months. Why would anyone pick you up then? You're worth maybe 4 or $5 million at most at that point. So Yeah, and he wants, what does he want, 6 for a 100 He like, wanted some. I'm not sure the, what the exact um, numbers were, but I know he wanted a lot. And no, that's what he was demanding in the, in, the first, in the beginning of the offseason. He said he wants $100 million for six years. And his agent, Scott Boris, so you know Scott Boris is going to mm-hmm. try to get that for him. Absolutely. But I don't think anybody's going to give it to him. He should take less. He's going to have to take less. Can you go back to the Red Sox? No. He, he, I think he's going to go to the Braves. And then I've been hurt hearing about like the Nationals and stuff. And that would be a good fit because their bullpen the is pretty good. Pitching rotation itself their, is sick. Yep. Their bullpen and their pitching rotation are good. If you could add Kimbrell... That would be nice. That would be a nice addition. Yeah, I mean, about Kimbrel, Kimbrel back to, back to the Braves would be not a bad idea. I mean, he was drafted by the Braves. He played a good three season there. So, I mean, that would definitely work out for the Braves. It would be, you know, a familiar setting for him. So, I mean, that's if he plays baseball this season. We're now maybe eight, I mean, 11 days away from, not even 11, sorry. We're like 14 days away from opening day, so... 15. Yeah, 15. <laughs> time is just, time is clicking. So, Kimbrel, make your mind up. It's all about the money. That's all it's about. No one cares about winning a championship anymore. Hell I no. Mean, it, it, it's literally all about the money. Even Keiko, Keiko, Cy Young winner, won't go anywhere well, without demanding the amount of money he wants. He, st- he sucks. He sucks now. He ain't the <laughs> same pitcher that he was in 2015 when he won the Cy Young. So, I don't know what he's waiting for. Does he think he's gonna get fifteen million dollars a year? That's that's ridiculous. That's yeah, ridiculous. no. Keiko Keiko wasn't his prime. I'm, I mean, he had a decent year last year, but he's definitely not worth crazy money. So I mean, but if we're gonna talk about crazy money, let's really get more into the Machado deal. Ten year, three hundred million. We both know these players were aiming for three hundred million. So I mean, the three hundred mark wasn't really. I mean, you're like, wow, that's a lot of money. But we all knew that's what they wanted. So, but do you think? Did you actually think they were going to get it, Mike? I who the Yankees or the no? I'm talking about these players in oh, general. They were going to get the money. Did you think they yeah, were going to get the money? Bro, people were offering them like one year deals for like like forty million or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Dodgers, Dodgers, Dodgers offering forty five for four years. Yeah, over the forty five each year. They were going to get paid regardless. It didn't matter what anybody said or or what he even said or how he can, he doesn't hustle or any of that. That doesn't mean shit. He's gonna his stats back it up. The way he plays back it up. He's a phenomenal defensive player. They were gonna mm-hmm. get paid. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, no, I like this Machado deal though for the Padres because you know what? They got the number one farm system in baseball. They have yes, the number yes, one. Yes. Fa- they have the number one Players. prospect in baseball with Fernando Tatis Jr. And so I mean, you look at that left side of the infield in two three years. It's gonna be dominant, and they're gonna be a very very good baseball team. But as for the Phillies, they're like, hey. We want to win now, you know. We're there at the All Star break. They were they were like ten games over five hundred. They kind of fell down, but they had a really really young team, so it was it was expected. But 
that that team is like, hey, let's go all in. So you know what? Let me go. Let me go pick up Real Munto. Let me go pick up Andrew McCuncher. Let me go pick up Harper, mm-hmm. and let's just go for this thing. And they have a they have a really, really yeah Segura. They have Good a really style. really dangerous lineup. So I mean, the NL East is definitely going to be tight this year. Yeah. It's going to be tough because it got a lot better. The only team that didn't improve is the Marlins. And, you know they're. They're probably going to win like forty-five games over the course of the season. They're going to be they're going to be bad. Imagine being a Marlins fan. How do you even go about that? Like, uh, I, I mean, actually, you know what? Don't sleep on them. They picked up Neil Walker and uh, Curtis oh, Granderson, oh so it's going to be a hell of a season two for them. Two big bats too. right there. <laughs> you know, a, a few years ago, those are actually decent pickups. It's which is crazy. Curtis Granderson was ta- tanking forty home runs out of Yankee Stadium. And he yeah, he was five years ago. He played four he played, years ago. He played very well at the Mets too. Once he left and went to the Dodgers, he kind of, I mean, the age kind of caught up to him and he started to decline, but. Yeah. I mean, all right, so... Do you want to talk about the starting pitchers still available? Are we ready to discuss Keuchel? There's, there's one guy that sticks out to me that nobody probably... This is probably going to be stupid in some people's eyes, but I, I really think that somebody should take a chance on James Shields. He He's old now. He just left the White Sox. He, he's he's out there. You can get him for cheap. Yeah, I see even, that. E, even with, like... As a six starter, yeah, like I, I don't know. There, there's a lot going on. A lot of people are going to get hurt. There's 162 games. Pick them up for cheap and just throw them in the starting rotation. Yeah, no, definitely for like a non-contending team, and then that would be a solid pickup. And then if he has, if he has a decent first half, come July 31st, exactly, you can you know ship him off to wherever he's got to go. It's definitely not a bad idea. Speaking of the trade deadline, supposedly like. Yeah, Last July thirty first, August trades are done. No, no, no waiver or whatever nope. they call that. July thirty first is that's it because there's usually the August, the August deadline, and that's you know that's brought over some pretty great moves. You look at the Yankees acquired um, McCutcheon last season uh-huh. in August, and I'm, there's more that I can't. There's a lot more that I can't Verlander, think of the top of my head. Verlander, for the Astros, and you see what they did. Won them a World Series. Yeah, so the August deadline is. Definitely gonna be missed. I was I was a big fan of it. Um, not sure if I necessarily 100% agree with the move, but if that's what they want to do, that's the direction they want to go, then that's what they're gonna do. Um, I didn't, Mike. What other pictures you have in mind? You have anybody else? Yeah. I, so let's talk about this. The Yankees started rotation now. I just brought up James Shields. I I, I mean I don't want the Yankees to go out and get fucking oh. James Shields, but. They need somebody. Sevy just went down with the whole shoulder inflammation, which is bizarre because he just signed this this big deal and he made a big fuss, went to whatever, and got the contract he wanted. Now he's getting paid and now he's on the DL or the two-week. He's wrestling on two weeks. IL. They changed the IL now, Mike. Come on. Don't want to offend nobody. But but like I was saying, this this brings me to a whole slur of topics because with Sevy down, do they go and sign another pitcher? That's I, I, that's a really good question, and I wanted to get that on the Instagram story for the podcast. Should the Yankees go out and get another pitcher? Because you have a, you have a pitcher that you don't know if is going to be healthy or not. I, I mean, think so. I think they go for another pitcher, but not for ten million dollars like yeah, Keiko no, wants. Like, yeah. Maybe you could get Gio Gonzalez for cheaper no, than Keiko, but I I don't know. Um, they have Colon. the they're going with the Johnny Bartolo Cologne. Bring him in. Bring <laughs> him do. back. But but they're going with Loisaga, Johnny Lasagna, and Domingo Herman as their four and five for now. And when CC gets back and Sevy, 
one of those guys are going to be the sixth starter for filling for um CC when he's when his knees are hurting or his heart is hurting. This is see that you made a great point there with, with those pitchers that we have. I, I don't like that move at all. I think they should go out and sign somebody, but it's tough because the only two well. Yeah, two big names are Gio Gonzalez, Dallas Keuchel, two lefties. Uh, and, is that dude? I wouldn't even consider them big names. Well, left. Is there any other pitchers out there that still don't have a job? Bartolo like I can't Colon, even name James anybody. Shields. Bartolo Colon. He's you seen the picture of him chilling on a <laughs> on boat? The boat. That's amazing. Out? I would take him back any day of the week. He but awesome. I, I, you need I somebody. Right now, the Yankees need somebody that can eat up innings. That's what yeah. they're looking for. And they're looking for yeah, somebody yeah. that can eat up innings. Lord, we got Domingo Herman, Jonathan Luizica, and I don't yeah, know why not. this guy's still on the roster. Luis Sessa. He's the <laughs> he's gonna be the long man for the bullpen. He has no more options. So it's either they cut him or keep him on the team. And it looks like. They like him for some reason, and they're keeping him on the team. Well, people really forget that Luis Sessa was involved in that uh, Cespedes deal four yeah. years ago. That is very forgotten. What, Michael, to the Mets? Or he well, left he, the Mets? It was, uh, was Fulmer who won the Rookie of the Year oh. and Sessa to the Dodgers for Cespedes. But who gave Fulmer where? You the, said Fulmer? We had, we had Fulmer and Sessa. Yeah. We shipped them both away to uh, Detroit for yeah. Cespedes. Yeah. Trade that line four years ago. Right now. Would you make that trade right now still? Like if like do you regret making that trade? No, I don't regret well, making that trade at the time. At the time, I mean it, it worked out for the for the team. You can't say it didn't because the one thing the Mets aren't lacking is pitching. So, you know, That's another true. pitcher would be great, but you know, it's not necessarily a must for yeah. the team right now. But, you know, if we're talking about the Mets, let's let's hop into them. Let's talk about their rotation. I mean, so far I mean, you're coming off Degrom coming off a Cy Young Award year. Um, Syndergaard definitely looking to bounce back. Matt's looking to bounce back. Wheeler, who was shut down, not because of injury, but a prior injury, they wanted to you know be precautionary with yeah. him. So I mean, and then you know you have Vargas at the back end. So I mean, yeah, they had the uh, second best rotation in the league behind the Nationals. In my yeah, opinion. yeah, yeah. The Nationals have the National, the Nationals rotation. Good. Sir Scherzer, you know what you're going to get from him. Yeah, you know what you're going to get Patrick out of Patrick Corbin had one good year, which was last year, which got overpaid. Overpaid. What did he get? Six years for $160 million or some shit like that? Mm-hmm. And then you got Strasburg that can't stay in the field. And I don't know if two of the other two I don't know who the other two are, but, but I, would, really I would make that argument that I wouldn't be surprised if the Mets' rotation is definitely better than the Nationals this year. Yeah, they def- it, it has a great chance to they're be. They're similar. You know what you're going to get out of DeGrom? And, and you know what you're going to get out of Scherzer. No. You know what you get out of DeGrom and Scherzer. Syndergaard and Strasburger can't sometimes Strasburg. get hurt. Well, really Strasburg definitely has more has had more injuries in his career than um, Syndergaard. But. And then Mats and Corbin, which I think Corbin's going to be the number two for the Nats, and Mats is the three for the for the Mets. So yeah, Mats really will probably be the number them. three or four. I don't know. It depends. It really depends what, what goes on in these uh, next two weeks in spring between uh, Mats and Wheeler. But, you know, for that rotation, there's definitely a lot to be excited about. So, what I about was... there? So, let's talk about their trade that they made. Oh, the so, you're Canelo. the Mets fan. What do you think about it? I mean, you know, at the time, I was like, you know, wow, this is, a, this is a, definitely a big trade because you have Brody coming in. Saying all this stuff like, hey, you know, we're going to win. We're going to win now. We're going to win in the future. 
you know, we want to achieve greatness. So, you know, we're all like, as Met fans, we're all like, you know, we've heard this before. What are you actually going to go do and to, you know, to make it happen? And then he goes out and he acquires Diaz and Cano. And I'm like, at the time, I'm like, all right, this is more the Diaz deal because the Mets need a back-end bullpen piece desperately. They've been begging for it. And so they go out and they acquire, if not, one of the best, the best, closer. Closer. The best closer in baseball with 57. Baseball last year. Yeah, 57, 54 saves last year. So they go out and they acquire him. And then they acquire Cano, too. Which is, yeah, you know what? They cut that deal in half. I think they go, they're go they paying like half his salary. But you know what? If if Cano can hit, because he's, he's 36 years old. But right now, I mean, it's just spring training. But he's, he's hitting 423 in spring training, which is definitely a huge plus. And if Cano can hit in the heart of that order, that's going to change the whole season. Yeah. And then, you know, if, if Conforto can be healthy and have a great season, you know what you're going to get out of Nimmo. And then, again, if Big Sess comes back in July – and then um, Jed Lowry, Jet Lowry, who's trying to get back on the field right now, which want, he will, he definitely will. If if not opening day, he'll be back by the second week in April. That's a lock. I wanted to get to Jeff Lowry, um, Jed Lowry. Sorry, they paid him what twenty one or twenty for two years. Yeah, two it was years around that this, ballpark. Right? Yeah, they Marvin was it Marvin Marvin, Marvin Gonzalez. Gonzalez. I think is better than Jed Lowry, and he got two for twenty one. I don't know if. In the beginning of the off season, when they got Jed Larry, mm-hmm. that Marvin Gonzalez's number was higher. But if it wasn't, I think they should have went for uh, Marvin Gonzalez and Jed. I mean, I think I think they went with Jed Larry because Jed's just like more of like an all around like athlete. Like he's more flexible, and I think that they wanted someone. Does he play that they the outfield. Could, um, he has. I know he has. But I, Marvin Gonzalez plays. I think he plays every position. Yeah. That's no, I'm not saying he, he's he's a terrific like a athlete, but I think. All around, like like, like speed wise and everything, Jed was probably the more like reliable um, option for the Mets. But key for the Mets, Robinson Cano, I think. I agree. Cause if he doesn't do what he has to do, like what he's been doing for his whole career, he's an average. He's a career three hundred mm-hmm. average. Yeah, hitter, he's you know? a hell of a ball player. If he comes and he doesn't play that, like. That well, and he bats like 250, and they're paying him all that money, whatever they're paying mm-hmm. him. Meth fans are going to be on Brody Van Wagon. Absolutely. And I think it could, could affect the whole team in general if that one guy doesn't perform as he should. Yeah, he's definitely a huge piece of this team already. And also, another key is, you know, they just got to hit. They just they just got to hit. Last year, the, the pitching rotation was the best it's been since, I think, 2015. And you know they still were only won seventy seven ball games. So, but you know if they just got to hit, if they can hit and they can score runs, it's it's a whole different it's a whole different um season for them right. for the Mets. So let me ask you both a question. Seeing everything that happened in spring training, which we all know you take everything with a greatest soul for spring training, who are you looking at throughout the season to outperform or do better than last year? I take that one. You go first. To outperform their previous numbers, or something you don't expect, or just someone to just have a breakout year. Basically. I'm gonna pick somebody from the Yankees because that's who I follow the most, obviously. So I'm gonna go with Giancarlo Stanton, and one reason why is he's such a great hitter, and I think he struck out and was struggling early in the season. If you take out his First 20 games out of the season, 
and you just for his last 135 or whatever it is, he was batting the 280. The first 20 games killed him. He was he struck out five times twice. I think it was his first at bat was a home run. I was at the game. He hit two home runs that game. <laughs> yeah. But I was at the home opener, and he struck out five, five times. Yeah, I remember that. He, I felt so bad for him. <laughs> yeah, he was getting shit on. was booing him. And, but, yeah, he's my guy. He, if he keep cut down the strikeouts, I think that he'll have a big season, obviously. But he had a decent season last year. He hit 30, what was it, 34 home runs, 100 RBIs. That's that's a good season. That's yeah. a good season. Yeah, no. But his right. expectations were so high that people mm-hmm. think it wasn't. Yeah, so, no. That's my guy. I got you. I, I hear what you're saying. That's a that's a big player, big contract. Everybody expected him to do very well. He still did very well. He didn't have a bad year at all. Um, everybody was just kind of focused on that strikeout in Boston game four that I oh, was at. Killed me. <laughs> killed me. I was uh, dead inside after that. Yeah, I guess it's just the strikeouts. And this is also the first year he was healthy. For how many games? He played like 100, 100, 58, yeah, 108, 158 games he played. That's a lot. That's huge. That's Coming huge from a guy who was, who was never really like spent full season. Back-to-back back seasons. He yeah, I know, because in, in his last year with Miami. But before that, before that, his track record of oh, staying on the field oh. was terrible. I think yeah, there yeah. was no – he didn't play over 125 games ever before 2017 mm-hmm. and 18. All right, so I'll, I'll take the next one. Um – Mine's a little unusual, but if you know me, I'm a psychopath for this guy. So I'm going to go with Matt Harvey uh, with oh. the Angels. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Big Matt Harvey. Harvey <laughs> Big Harvey guy. Fat Harvey is oh, not fat anymore. Um, I was just I was just looking at um, an interview with him the other day. He looks in shape. And he was he was really just talking about like how frustrating it, how frustrating it is to, you know, have been that good and been to the highest level and then just Literally oh. pitched game five of the World Series and never pitched a successful game again. But he said that um, the ball is flowing well out of his hand. And, you know, I would definitely keep an eye out it, an eye out for him because he got paid. And he's healthy. So I definitely would keep an eye out for Matt Harvey in Big 2019. Big game pitcher right there. Big Let game me, pitcher. Uh, how about on the Mets? Who on, the Mets? on the Mets? Who's your guy that has to have a good season for your team? No. Not for your team to be good. But who has to have a good season to prove himself to to your owners and your GM and to the fans? I wouldn't say prove yourself. But who, I, I'm gonna go. You know I'm gonna saying? go with Robbie Cano. I would say Conforto, but Robbie I would Cano. say Conforto. But you know what? He actually, when you look at his stats, he actually had a decent year last year for the amount of time he was on the field. I think he hit like 28 homers and then batted like 273 Conforto? or something like that. Yeah. After the All Star break, the last yeah, like he went 60 off. Games, he went he... off the second half. So you know what? To me, he would be if we didn't have Robbie Cano, but. Robbie Cano, you know, you're coming off an 80-game PED suspension. so, And, you know, you're back in New York, so you're not in Seattle where no one's really paying attention to you anymore. You're back in the, you know, the, the spotlight. So I hated you, him. I hated him for going to Seattle and taking, what was it, $30 million more? Yeah, that was fucked up. What, what did we want to give him? Yankees wanted to give Yankees him, like, to give eight him like, years for, like, like, 175. 175. He took 10. 240. For two... 240. I think it's 230, 240. Yeah, I think it was 240, but it might have been. I'm not sure. But yeah, no, for me, it's definitely, it's definitely Robbie Cano. You know, you're back in New York. You gotta, you gotta really, you know, you gotta pick your game up. And so far, I mean, again, it's only spring training, but you know, it's kind of just giving us a glimpse of what he can do. The sweet, the swing is still sweet. So I mean, yeah, as long as, as long as that's still a factor, and he's still hitting the baseball pretty well. 
then I think the Mets will actually have a decent year. So, Mike, what do you got? But they need to have a more than a decent year. They got Nationals, Phillies. They have a lot of competition. They have a lot of competition. They have to have a great year to make the playoffs because mm-hmm. it's possible for three teams in one division to make the playoffs. It is. But that's, that's tough. That's but tough. I'm telling you that if the rotation is you know what it's supposed to be and if the lineup scores – Three to four runs a game. I, I'm I'm not concerned at all. You're not concerned. I'm not you concerned. You think they can win the division? I whoa, think whoa, whoa. that if if that is to happen, because you know if easy. that is to happen, easy. If that is to happen, if if Degrom, I mean Degrom doesn't even have to have to have a one seventy or if he has like a yeah, two, I, yeah. If he has like a two, and then you know Syndergaard is if he Syndergaard matches healthy and pitches what he can do, and I know Wheel, I I'm, I'm locking it down. I know Wheel is going to have a great year this year. So, I mean, if that can all happen, again, they could score three to four runs a game. If they don't win the division, they'll, I think they'll be in the first wild card spot. But if they won't be that far out of the division, if that's the case. The only – well, I don't follow the Mets that much. You could tell me. Other than Diaz, who they got in the bullpen that you could trust? Oh, Diaz and Familia. I don't know if you could trust Familia yet because yeah. he's a little he's shaky. He's a little shaky. But... He was shaky at the end of his – Run with the Mets when the last time he was with mm-hmm. them. So could you trust him? And if you could, if you well, if you can't, who else would you go to? Well, I like Lugo in, in the in that bullpen because Lugo used to be a starter, and you know, coming out, you know, coming from starter to you know, moving to the bullpen, he definitely and he's been in the bullpen now for almost two seasons. So I mean, he he's definitely shown length in the bullpen, and he's definitely been pretty dominant in the in the bullpen. So I like that too. I also like Gizelman back there. So, I mean, you know, those four to me. Were they are, both starters? Was they Gizelman? were both starters. Gizelman was usually, a starter, too. Usually, when I know, they make just, a starter into it doesn't a work out. Pitcher. No, I think it works out. Really? I think Chad That'd Green, starter. He was a starter. Chad Green, <laughs> mm-hmm. bullpen. Shredder, the Shredder had him on number seven as the best, one of the best relief pitchers in MLB. Yeah. No, I, I know what you're saying. I gotta think, but there's a couple of guys. Yeah, on the I Yankees mean, it's definitely, it's definitely fifty-fifty. It doesn't, it doesn't always work, and it doesn't always. I mean, so it's definitely a tough situation to do that. Some pitchers don't want to go to the bullpen. Look at Harvey last year. That's why Harvey pretty much bashed the Mets and wanted to leave because the Mets were like, "Hey, you know, you suck. Go to the bullpen." And then he was like, "All right, I'm out." Same thing with Sonny Gray. On yeah, the exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it he doesn't always rag the Yankees in a. In an athletic interview or whatever, somebody interviewed him and they said, Larry he said, yeah, and they want me to throw a lot of sliders and mm-hmm. yeah, when yeah. I throw a slider, my curveball gets curveball gets flat and that's why I wasn't having a good game. Yeah, but I don't think it was that. I think that that's an excuse. No, of no. course, no, that's an excuse for him. That's an excuse for him because so you're telling me if you look at his home and road splits when he was with the Yankees, his road ERA was a two. A two. Yeah, no, it definitely so was. So what happens? Your slider gets oh, worse when you okay. pitch at home. He couldn't take the heat from the fans mm-hmm. and the heat from the media, and he couldn't even he couldn't play in New York. Yeah, I, mean, I don't no, want to hear that. Regardless bullshit. of the situation, you, we all can agree. You know, you get traded away, and then you bash your old team. That's a yeah, real piece of shit move not. to do. Did That's Harvey bash reason. the Mets? Yeah, Harvey bashed the Mets. They're the same person. Both scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> they both went to the Reds. Well, Harvey's yeah. on the Angels. Harvey's now. on the Angels now, but Harvey got paid. I don't know how Harvey made. Sonny Gray got paid too. They extended him for like four years for like forty million or some shit. They love headaches. 
Yeah, he's pitching good. He's pitching good. Spring in the, training. I don't give a oh, shit. He's training. not throwing sliders anymore. His curveball is curving better, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. So when Sonny Gray came over here, everyone was like, holy crap, we got Sonny Gray. Oh, That's I was, a big deal. Yeah. Oh, you were pumped up. I was pumped. Pumped. Him and Frazier, we picked them up at the same time, around mm-hmm. the same time. Weren't they? No, were they in the same deal? No, Frazier was a. Frazier came No, Frazier the, came up that fr- same year. But, no, not Todd Frazier. Oh, Todd Frazier. No, we we're in the same deal. Yeah, yeah no. I remember when you got Todd Frazier. That I was, was a big deal, too. Todd Frazier was a big part of that team. Where are we getting from? God. White Sox? Yeah, he came yeah. over from the White Sox. With him and Tommy Canely. That's oh, a guy. That's, right yeah. there. that's, that's a, a yeah. guy. If that's he could come back to how we pitched in 2017 for us this year, oof, you think the bullpen's good now? Huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't even get me started with that shit. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. That was a big deal when Sonny came over. Yeah, was, he's a scumbag though. Let's 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 move to somebody else. So who'd you have? Who, who you didn't you didn't say who you? Who's were. your guy? Yeah, who's your guy? My guy, my guy for this year that they, that in order for the Yankees to do well, for everything to work out, for Good everything man. to fall through, I think Tanaka needs to have another great year. With Seve down and CC literally a question mark every every week, Tanaka hard, needs to go know, out and do his happy. thing. He's he's got to pitch. He's got to pitch better in the regular season though. Tanaka. He's a, He's a shutdown type of guy in the playoffs. In the playoffs, the last two years. He gave up, like, in 2017, he pitched, like, I think it was, like, 14 innings, gave up, like, two runs. This year, he only had one start. It was against the Red Sox for the five innings. Mm -hmm. And that's the game he won against them. I'm saying Tanaka is a good Tanaka is a way better postseason pitcher. You know what you're going to get out of Tanaka in the postseason. Regular season... A little shaky, his elbow. You don't know what's gonna happen yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. His elbow's hanging on a string right now. So, but now with with everything like basically in question, with everybody's health is gonna be now. Who even knows what's gonna happen with Severino down the line throughout the whole season? Exactly, and, you don't know. And with especially, Tanaka already especially has a, coming off a second half like that that he's yeah, come, that from last year. Our bullpen is good when healthy, but it has so many question marks. Whether if they're gonna stay healthy, we Paxton, Paxton, not not the bullpen starting oh, rotation. Sorry, oh, yeah. well, Paxton can't pitch over 170 innings. We need him to do at least 200. Mm-hmm. Half, I think you know what you get out of him. He's good. He's old. Sevy, he's old. Is his shoulder gonna hang in there, or is even he gonna come back to to first half form last year? Mm-hmm. Sabathia, his heart, you don't know what's gonna happen there. But th- this is what I'm Tanaka's saying. Tanaka's elbow. We all got problems. Tanaka. We need to rely on Tanaka. Tanaka's gonna be the ace. Sevy's uh, not gonna be the same. I think what the Yankees really have to do is go out He's and acquire somebody somehow throughout the season. That's what's gonna happen. Trade down line. Yeah, they're gonna have to go out and get somebody big. Everybody was saying, oh, get Machado, keep Andujar, trade deadline, get a starting pitcher. I wouldn't give, I wouldn't give, if that were to happen, if we got Machado, I wouldn't have gave up Andujar for a fucking Madison Bumgarner. Why? Bumgarner. Bro, he, he been hurt. When was, 2000, what was it, 14? What, the last time he pitched in the playoffs? It was that was the last time he pitched. No, it was sixteen. Well, how was he? Was he it wasn't? Well, I, I mean, I don't think he'll. He, it's 2019. Yeah, it's, it's, it's four years later. I don't think he's the same pitcher. I don't think he's worth Miguel and Duhu. That's my opinion. That's that's just me. I don't know right. how. He, what you think about it? What you think? No, about I just it? remember. I just remember because I was at the wild card game in sixteen when he pitched, and he was it was nothing, nothing in the eighth inning. He was about to come out. Then fucking Connor Gillespie comes in and is a three run homer, and he comes comes back in for the ninth and shuts the door. So that was just like he's he's a great postseason pitcher, but 
I mean, I don't know. He is getting a little older. That so. was the last time Familia was on the mound for the Mets, right? No. In the no. playoffs, yeah. But he pitched in 17 and 18. Oh, he was on the Mets last year? I yeah, they, tra- they traded him to Oakland. Yeah, Oakland. Year. So he's like a... Um, who, who they... Like a Chapman thing. Yeah, exactly. We gave Chapman exactly. to, the, to the Cubs oh, to try like to get a World yeah. Series. Like a and then we got... Glaber, baby, and then you got <laughs> yeah. Chapman back, and now it's all good. Yeah, Cubs no. got a ring from it. Cubs did get a ring from it. If but I'm he a Cubs, did give him a ring. And Joe Madden abused him in that in that. He hates Joe game. Madden. I don't blame him. He, he abused him. him. He wants to punch him in his face. He abused his arm. He he, he was throwing him in the sixth inning in the World Series. to the ninth. To the ninth. And, and, and Cubs fans are like, oh, wow, Rajay Davis just hit a two-run homer in the ninth inning. What do you expect? This but guy's been on the mound the sixth inning, he's Chapman. He throws 102 miles per hour. What do you that expect to happen? That was a sick happen? moment. That was crazy. Because the rain, that the rain delay crazy. came. Was that that? The, the rain that was, delay came, and then extra was, innings. Yeah. And Roger Davis smacked that. Uh, That's Davis the only did, reason. Yeah. That rain delay helped the Cubs win that World Series. Yeah. Because the Indians had, had the momentum. momentum because and then the rain delay comes, and then the Cubs come out after the rain delay. And they came out. Boom, boom. And then, yep. That's it. All right. So... Going back on what I said about Tanaka, let me bring something up. Everybody should know what's going on here. So when I saw Tanaka pitch, it was against the Indians that game. The 0-0 game, he fucking just went off. And then the only offensive production was from Greg Bird, your boy. Yo, he's my boy. Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Time out. Time out. This is what I'm getting to. Yeah, all right. Go ahead. I'm off the mic. Everybody has to know that me and Matt have a little thing going on. His boy is Greg Bird. My boy is Luke Voigt. Tang has been witnessing this for about, what, the, since we got Luke Voigt and yeah, how I much I hate I've been fucking aware Greg of the situation Bird. ever since. On an outsider look at in, how do you feel? And which argument holds more weight? I Hold mean, on. can we have the argument? Yeah, no, no, I'll have the argument. Had argument. My, my, no, 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 but they, the, they haven't heard it. They, uh, Go ahead. Play the, why am I gonna, let, 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 let's start this off with Tanga playing the recording. That what you predicted? You don't. You don't I don't that? have it, Mike. You don't uh, have it. Yeah, yeah you just had it say. On your phone. You deleted it. I, I don't. I don't want to go look. Don't embarrass me. I was yeah. hyped at the moment. Don't embarrass me with that. All right, Mike. You, you could just give us like a quick like overview of what. what I don't said. hate Luke Voigt. I yes, like you do. Luke Voigt. I don't hate shit. him. I don't hate him. You hate him. I want to see Greg Bird do good. Home So do I. I so I actually hate him, but I want to you see hate him do Gr- good. Yeah, Gr- I, I like Voight. Voight hits the ball to Droit, whatever John Sterling says. I like him. <laughs> uh, but I want to see Greg Bird do good. He's homegrown. He he hits good in spring training. Then his ankle falls apart or whatever happens. I don't think that Bolt going to make the roster. Luke Voigt's going to make it. But I think this is what's going to happen. Tyler Wade's going to make the roster. Yeah. He's going to suck because he hits... He he's a uh, he's too good for AAA, but not good enough for the MLB. I was listening to John Sterling say that the other day, and he made he made sense. So I think he's not gonna play good, and then they're gonna say, "All right, bring Bird up." We got we got Garner, we got four outfielders. Joe Carl Stan's gonna have to suck it up and play some games in left field. He's gonna have to suck it up. I don't care. Yeah. They're gonna and DJ Lemayu. They say, "Oh, he's the backup first baseman, whatever this and that." He's gonna not. He he can't do that. He could. They they that's the, that's their plan, but he could play third, short, s- second. I think they're just gonna have to platoon Bird and Voight. Wait, what's your outfield? You said four. Okay, Garner, Judge, Hicks, 
Stanton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot about him. When, Stan- when Garner needs a day off, put Stanton in left. Put Bird. Put Bird in... In DH or first base, and then they could switch. Bird and Voight, they could switch. Bird hits lefties good. He hits lefties good. Like so when he hits. <laughs> when he hits. He hits lefties good. When he hits. When he hits. He had a big grand slam in last year. Yeah, can't be grand slam. <laughs> no, but I, I like Voight. He goes I want to see them both do good. I want to see them both do good. 2017, Bird. Bird's the word. Bird's the word. He's the best hitter on the Yankees. He's the best hitter on the Yankees. Okay, who else do we have? Chris Carter? What was his name? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to lie. Carter. I was hyped. Yeah, because he hit like 43 home runs the year before. I was hyped. I was and you got him for like $3 million. I was like, yo, we're winning the World Series. <laughs> we got Chris Carter, <laughs> yes, beast, bro, whatever this and that. And that's that. before. That's when the Yankees were still in their quote-unquote rebuilding stage. They were coming off an awful year. And no one, no one 2017? Bro. I was telling everybody, I swear to God, I was telling everybody, Yankees are going to win the World Series this year or make it to the World Series. Bro, they got so close. Yeah, they were. Well, anyway, anyway, anyway. Anyway. Bird's my guy. Void's your guy. I like Void, but... Again, I, I don't want to see Bird do bad. I hate him. I hate his fucking guts. He can't smell a baseball for some weird reason. And he smirks about it. His face annoys the shit out of me. But... Uh, what are you going to do? I want him to do good. He's one of the only lefties in the lineup. That's the only reason why I want him in there. And and regardless, he's going to bat because, like you said, he bats well against lefties. But I also like Luke Voigt, and I want Luke Voigt to do well also because he, he can make contact. He, even in bad situations, he can make contact, and that ball flies. The reason why the Yankees got him – did you ever hear that story? Did I ever tell you guys that story? No, you didn't. The Yankees, the Yankees, where did he come from? St. Louis? His launch angles. No, no, no. St. Louis. He came from St. Louis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The statistic people or whatever, the nerds, were looking at him and they were like, we don't know what to expect from this guy. St. Louis literally said, we don't know, we don't know, blah, blah, blah. He was he was batting behind, uh, who's the other guy on the Cardinals, the first baseman? Martinez, isn't he? No, no, no. No, not Paul Goldschmidt. No, I said, you talking about Pauls? No, no, whoa. Pulls no. on the Angels. Like what are you talking about? Oh, you said Carter. Anyway, forget yeah, it. Sorry. Oh, forget my God. He, he, I'm still he thinking was... it's 2009. The statistic people looked at him. They didn't know what to go based off of. Uh-huh. They literally made the decision solely on exit below. They said yeah. he hits the shit out of the ball. And it's it, it, it just, that's what they took the risk on is exit below. And, and it just, it. it just, it worked love out. It. I mean, it it's did. all about analytics now. Yankees are really a big analytics team. Big analytics team. That's what they got DJ LeMayu. Good glove, glove, great glove actually. Oppo, Oppo field, short porch, cha ching. That's yeah, but everybody's worried it? about course field effect, whatever this and that. Oh, I don't, I, Colorado. I believe that shit. But you're a contact hitter, you can hit it anywhere. I don't want to hear it. You're right, you're right. Well, that's that. Uh, I, I, Voight's my guy. Bird's your guy. Want them both to do good. I'd honestly rather Bird, Bird in there just because of the lefty, just because mm-hmm. he's a lefty. I need a lefty in that lineup. It's every everybody's a righty. But if Voight could bring that energy that he brings, that, that's the other that thing. Sammy Bro, so fucking Greg Bird's sitting there sulking. He doesn't know what to do. He's got a he, he's got a permanent face. He, he has no emotions. He actually looks like a bird. That's pretty funny. That's his last name. <laughs> that Sammy Sosa hop from Luke Voigt that he does oh, the number yeah. one. I love that wild man. card game. I was there. Amazing. Awesome. Hits that ball to right field. Finger goes up. He's jogging. <laughs> Hits off the wall. Finger goes down. Oh, yeah. Got a triple. Big hit. Big huge, hit, like blew the game open, bro. He he has so much energy that 
That's something you need on a team. You need somebody with an energy, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's that guy. Bird is just there to play. He said, I'm happy to be here or some shit last year. Yeah, yeah he did. I'm going to get like 10,000 more at-bats, he said. Yeah, because they just keep giving... Ugh, stop. <laughs> <sighs> uh, All right. Know. Well, I mean, I guess on that note, I think it's a, a proper time to wrap everything up. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Mike, what is that Instagram? At inside underscore the underscore polls. Please feel free to send us questions on anything you want us to talk about. We're very open and we'll talk about them on the show. All right, so for Danny Tanga... Mike Braun and Matt Amore. Have a great night. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday.